Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it's time to talk about the National Football League. I'm joined today with Bill in Florida. He hit 58% of his games last year, and I hit 57.7% somehow on this podcast. I'm going to lean on him heavily this year because I don't think I'll repeat that number. Uh, Bill, I'm excited for the season. I'm shocked, like you are, at the line in the opening game on Thursday. The defending Super Bowl champions are in action. Who do you got? You know, I like the Rams um, as a two-and-a-half-point dog at home against the Bills. I did some research, and I found that I couldn't find anything on the last time a Super Bowl champion opened at home as a dog. I mean, every trend out there points to Buffalo winning this game, but I just think in that stadium with that crowd and the energy that they have there raising the banner, I really like the Rams with the plus 2.5 points at a minus one of 10 and winning in it. And what's your first pick, AJ? Uh, Bill, I, before I move on to my pick, just a quick comment on that. You talk about motivating a team. The defending Super Bowl champions are an underdog at home in the opener. They get to play the Absolutely. disrespect card right away. I like that play. Not officially on my card. I'm actually going with the Hard Knocks team. Yeah, it sold me. I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus the four over the Philadelphia Eagles. The Lions, bad last year. I get it. 313 and 1, 0-8 start, didn't win a game until their 12th game, but they were the only team with a losing record to finish in the top 10 against the spread. They were actually 11 and 6 last year against the number. They play hard for Dan Campbell. They had an embarrassing loss at home last year to Philadelphia getting crushed 44 to 6. I love the first game revenge spot like this. So I'm on the Lions plus the four. And don't forget that the underdogs last year in week one went 12 and four against the spread. Bill, game two, who do you like? It's uh, the Cleveland Browns visiting the Carolina Panthers at a minus two and a half. I like the Panthers here, you know, given the two and a half points. This is really another one that's just a narrative streak, you know, with Baker Mayfield starting in his new home with the Panthers against the team who shunned them this offseason and really didn't treat them very well. And I think Carolina is really healthy and has a really good chance, especially with a healthy Christian McCaffrey. I like the Panthers at a minus 2.5 at 110, at minus 110 for one unit. Okay. That's a solid play, Bill. Here's my follow-up question. It's not one of my official plays on the podcast today, but I think before the game kicks off on Sunday, it will be. I am heavily, heavily looking at that under. If you had a gut on that, would you like the under or the over in that game? I think I'd like the under. I think I like the under, the under 41. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be a really defensive game. And it's going to be entertaining to watch because if you remember Baker Mayfield out in Oklahoma, the sideline antics and everything, we could see some of that too. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that, and I, I think there's some people on the Cleveland defensive side of the ball that might be anxious to hit him, too. He's not wearing the red jersey uh, come uh, Sunday anyway. My second pick, exactly. I'm actually going to go a dog as well. I'm going to go the Houston Texans plus the seven over the Indianapolis Colts. I know I'm back in a team that struggles to stop the run against the team that has Jonathan Taylor but this is a double revenge angle right away. The Colts crushed the Texans twice last year, 31-3. to 
and 31 nothing. but they had all the distractions. The Deshaun Watson stuff was going on. This year, I don't know what to think of Matt Ryan and Indy. He's had a great career, but the arm strength maybe isn't there anymore. I think Lovey will have the Texans up for week one. I don't think they'll roll over in the opener. Maybe it's a backdoor cover. Colts will probably win the game, but getting seven at home, just too good to pass up for me. So my game two, I'm on the Texans over the Colts plus the seven. Bill, game three, who do you like? It's the uh, Bears host of the 49ers at a plus seven. I love home underdogs. I really do. And this is something that can be very interesting because the 49ers are going to be without two starters in their secondary, Verrett and Ward, which leaves them really, really thin. And they've lost starters, quarterback, uh, quarterbacks, Josh Norman and Kawan Williams and Jaquiski Tart, as well as safety to Donald Austin. They should, the Bears should absolutely lose this game. But they've been 6-0 in their last six opens. And the 49ers secondary will make it look good. Now, I'm not saying that um, – I can't remember the quarterback's name. Justin – Justin Fields. Justin Fields, yep, thank you. I think he's going to have a good game. I don't think it's going to be a great game. But I think that 49ers secondary is going to keep them in it. If, uh, keep the Bears in it, actually. I really think this is actually a plus-four uh, point game for the Bears. I like them taking the or you know given, taking the seven points at a one ten minus one ten for one unit. Yeah, tough once again to argue with a home team getting seven points in the opener. Uh, when I look at Trey Lance starting for the Niners in Game One, I think they have Shanahan has a little smaller playbook, keeps a little more conservative, sets up for the back door. If I had to play a side there, I was definitely leaning towards the Bears plus the seven. I also kind of like the under there. Do you have any thoughts on the Bear 49er under staying under the number? I do. I think it should be under. I think it's going to be two running quarterbacks to Trey Lance and Justin Fields. And I think it's they're going to keep it really, really low. I think it's it's a good bet that it's going to be it's going to be under the number, honestly. Okay, well, you've agreed with my two unders so far. That's a little preview of what I'm probably going to drop on Saturday for everyone. But now I'm going to make Bill mad. Oh, Bill, I don't think you're going to take me to Mel's Hot Dog on Bush Boulevard after this one, but I'm going to take the Cowboys plus the two and a half over the Buccaneers. Tough to pick against Tom Brady. I get it. He's the ultimate competitor, but he's had a crazy offseason. I'm distracted for him. He's 45. And I'm a lifelong Viking fan, and I will never forget seeing Brett Favre drop from a 107 QB rating to a 69 the next year. Brady has the weapons. Not sure about the O-line. The Cowboys have the revenge factor. They lost in the shootout last year in the opener, 31-29. They get revenge this year. I'm on Dallas, plus the two and a half over Tampa. Who do you got in pick four, Bill? If you're still talking to me after that pick on uh, the Cowboys. Uh, Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of heartbreaking. I hate to see you, you lose a bet like that, but you know <laughs> everything happens like that. Um, the next pick is the first half pick of the New Orleans and Atlanta Falcons. I really like the Saints here. The last three games they played, the Saints and, or the the Falcons have come back to come really close. They beat them last year in their last meeting of the year, twenty-seven twenty-five, and Atlanta could do that again. That's why I like the first half. And I like the Saints at a minus three and a half points in the first half at a minus or a minus 137. So it's a really good bet. I like that too. I also like the under in this. 
too. At the under 42.5, I think it's a team with New Orleans that has a really good defense. And I think Atlanta with Marcus Mariota, he's always in a turnover machine. I think he's going to continue to do that. I think the Saints win the game. I think they cover, you know, the spread of five and a half points. And I think it's going to be an entertaining game, but I think it's going to be close at the half. So I like that first half play. Well, we have to disagree eventually. I, I was thinking we could both win on this because I'm playing the Falcons for the game at home, plus the five and a half over the Saints. It's a division battle to start the year. I always like division battles. I do agree with you on the under angle, though, because, you know, it's no longer Drew Brees against Matt Ryan. you got a couple turnover-prone quarterbacks now in Winston and Mariota, so I agree with that angle. But the Saints have won four straight at Atlanta, tying the longest winning streak in this rivalry. The Falcons got destroyed 32-6 by Philadelphia in the opener last year. I don't think they have that type of performance this year. It might be the back door. You can win your first half bet. I'm okay with that. But I think when it's all said and done, the Falcons are within the five and a half, and I'm cashing the ticket on Sunday. Bill, pick five. Who do you got? My uh, last pick is for the the Vegas Raiders and the Chargers, the LA Chargers. It's an over, over 52 at a minus 107. And I think the AFC West should be renamed the AFC over because this division is going to be nuts. Every interdivision team is going to be must-see TV. And the Chargers, for their last six out of seven, were over anywhere from 11 points to 17 and a half points. And I think with the Raiders adding Devontae Adams to Derek Carr's arsenal, we want to go along with Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. I think it's going to be a high-powered offense shootout. I think it's going to be defense optional, and we're going to see over 52 points. What's your I last I love pick? that, Bill, because I'm a guillotine league. I have Carr and Adams as my stack. I need them so bad already because the rest of my draft was terrible. So I hope you're right in the shootout because I need those guys to put up mega numbers. Good pick there. I like yeah. the over as well in that game. My last pick, I know Bill disagreed with me. I'm going against another Florida team. So, yes, I have a guy from Florida on the podcast, so why not bet against the Bucks and the Jags? But I'm taking the Commanders, minus two and a half over the Jags. NFL.com posted their power rankings this week. Washington was ranked as the lowest team in the NFC East. And, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. The Giants are still in the NFC East, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I I mean, I I was shocked to see that. And believe it or not, the commanders rank behind the Jets, the Texans, the Giants, and these very same Jaguars. I can't believe that. Then you have the Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz thing here. Peterson, obviously, is coaching now at Jacksonville. He gets to face Wentz, the quarterback at Washington, the guy that basically probably got him fired in Philly. I know the Jaguars are on the rise, but I'm not ready to count Ron Rivera out yet in Washington. I'm taking the commanders as my only favorite of my five. I'll lay the two and a half on Washington over Jacksonville. So that's my five. Bill, you've given your five. Final thoughts before we recap. Any thoughts on uh, other games you like, other angles you like? Anything you want to say about the card on Sunday? You know, it's just been a pleasure working with you and doing this. And I really do like the Colts. I like that pick that you made, I think. But I really like the pick. Um, The Colts. I think they're going to be really good this year. I don't think um, Matty Ryan has ever had somebody like Jonathan Taylor behind him that he could just throw around his hands to. 
I like that. I think it's going to be a great card. You know, you have Russell Wilson going back to Seattle. You have, um, like I said, you know, Carolina hosting Cleveland. You have Miami hosting the Patriots. It's going to be a great weekend, and I cannot wait for Thursday night, and I cannot wait for next week already. That's all yeah, I that's the funniest thing. You you get done handicapping the first week, and we're already looking ahead to week two, not knowing the results for week one, but it's so much fun to break down the games. And you're right, the schedule makers, they are amazing. They find a way to get a storyline in week one on almost every game, even the games that you're like, oh, this is you know a throwaway game. And then wait a second, we got Baker going against Cleveland. We got Wentz against Peterson. They find a storyline to pit teams against each other in week one. It's a whole lot of fun, but let's go rapid fire here. I'm going to recap my five again. Then Bill, you recap your five again. But once again, I am on the Lions plus the four over the Eagles. I'm on the Commanders minus the two and a half over the Jaguars. I'm on the Texans plus the seven over the Colts. I'm on the Cowboys plus the two and a half over the Buccaneers. I'm on the Falcons plus the five and a half over the Saints. So yes, a trend there. Five home teams, four dogs, kind of following the trends of last year in week one. Bill? Recap your five. I'm on the Rams at a, as a, uh, a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. I'm with the Bears at home with a home dog. I like Carolina at home, minus the 1.5. I like the Saints under. I, love the, I like the Saints and the Falcons under the five-and-a-half points. I like the Chargers and the Raiders at over 52. And that's mine. Okay, shoot out there. I love it. Okay, Bill, thank you again for joining us, as always, on this podcast. I can't wait for what we're going to do this season. We're going to talk a lot of National Football League action. Five picks every week on the podcast between Bill and I. If the Rays can find a way to the World Series, Bill, I want to come see you for the World Series, and we'll go have a hot dog at Mel's, my favorite place in the Tampa Bay area. But, uh, yeah, as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.